Welcome back to The Stack. This week we speak with Ribbon Denial, Herbit's foremost authority on hindquarters. And no, I don't mean a fourth of a female deer, but if you want to find a drop of golden sun, Ribbon can show you the map. If you're looking for Ribbon, he is, like Ireland, out by the bogs. We talk about how Ribbon got into Herbit, the Portugal, and Ribbon's hardline pro-state stance. But first, let's pay the bills. You're tired of living on this Earth, but setting up your own shop on Mars is a task too daunting. Second Earth would be a solution, but it's haunted by the souls of the damned. Bummer. Well, friends, I tell you there is a place as peaceful as the Elysian Fields, where your herbit can gamble among the clover and be fed fat pomegranates by large-breasted Argosian women. Third Earth, the portal to which is opened by steering your web browser to third.earth. Therein, you find the flower of $12 hosting, its bracts subtended by superior support. Unlike that hoary old story of Persephone, after some time, the herbage you get through Third Earth may be taken away with you. Other features of Third Earth are Quick Launch, which gets you going right away, and Automatic S3 Integration. So stop spoiling here on the worst Earth, and go to the first Earth with the audacity to be Third Earth. What news? A hardware company on Urbit? On Twitter, at NativePlanet.io has teased photos of a new device specifically designed for housing Urbit. It's still early days, and at press time there are no details about price point or specs, but I might consider giving them my cash anyway at any price. I'll buy literally anything with a sigil on it, which is how I came to own all of Spain and most of Central and South America. But you know, and here's a bit of Stack Alpha, I hear that Native Planet are not the only game in town. Secret doings in secret labs. <coughs> but I, I said too much, they tried to kill me. And Ukbar has picked up the banner of Onnomi. Many thanks to Christian for letting us have it. So Urbit once again has a happy hour every Thursday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. Come. Get drunk with your friends. I'm your friend. Links are in the Ukbar Event Horizon chat and Discord. Bring developers to introduce, or a cute girlfriend you don't mind losing. And now we pick up with Ribbon, explaining why we've got him in an online studio. We did this um, because uh, more than once someone forgot to record. Yeah. <laughs> and it was usually it was usually not us, but um, this mm. basically takes all of the. Um, I can, can I say all of the guesswork? Pretty much out yeah, of I think so. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's I mean, useful. It, 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 it seems it reduces recording. the it, it reduces the cognitive load on our guests because I would tell somebody please, you know, record locally. The the reason is because we want to record everybody locally, which this is mm -hmm. recording you locally on, on your machine and then mm -hmm. and uploading it. And uh, people would invariably say, okay, man, got it, no problem, and then not hit the record button. And uh, we'd spend like an hour and a half talking to somebody. Good uh, content. Great content that disappeared into the void. Yeah, so I mean, I've, I've encouraged uh, Josh to release the recording of just the two of us without the guests audio. I mean, because I think that could still actually be interesting. Yeah, 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 but, work um, out. 
this sort of experimental stuff is just not not up Josh's alley. Look, man. The, so he wants to do experimental stuff where he's like doing woodwork on on audio, audio woodwork. That's his idea of experimental podcast material. And uh, if you can imagine what audio woodwork is like, it's like him, like him talking for an hour, which scraping. is great. But yeah, it's a bunch of drill sounds, you know, intermixed with his with his uh, old man lessons on life from the northeast, which is great stuff. Don't get me wrong, but the drilling <laughs> is is brutal. I think it were. I mean, you 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 would need well, you would need like a good audio engineer to make it make it work. <laughs> That's cold, man. <laughs> Why well, they? I mean, like, just Josh actually has like ear injuries. So it was like particularly. I do. Painful, I mean, like for yeah, him. like I have hyperacusis, and any any uh like loud any loud sound is bad, but loud grating sound is like shoving a knife into my ear. Yeah, I have I have like cochlear damage from the Marine Corps, so I can't oh, even I can't do dishes without earplugs. It's it's pretty it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, so, Ribbon? Ribbon. 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 I pronounce okay, so it Ribbon Denial. You, you are the uh, foremost urban expert on prostate imaging. Is that it? Uh, that would be a fair statement. Okay. Yeah. Actually, what's crazy is, and this is, I don't know, whenever I hear about experts. Is this like, it's, is this like a, before, sorry, is, is oh, this like your... Is this like your job or just like something you do for the for the you know love of the game? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I completely it's an fell in my lap. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Uh, it's, it's like a like call, four, a, like a calling from God. It was it was like four jobs ago. Um, this was like 2002. I got I got laid off, and um, that's how I ended up in St. Louis because my parents were living here, and um, like. Um, I'd been accepted to law school and I was just going to like kind of run the clock out until school started. But it was like, it was like November and school wasn't starting until August. So, um, my mom was like, you need to get a job or something. It's like, I don't, I don't think that's going to work. This is like nuclear winter for the tech industry. So, um, anyway, she gives me the, the newspaper of all things and says, Hey, uh, why are you looking here and see if there's a job? Which like, all right, fine. Classic boomer, about. like, uh, what? It was put on a total boomer like, advice, yeah, right? right. <laughs> uh, but as it happens, this town is kind of infested with boomers. So um, it, I'm looking in there, and there's like uh, embedded C developer, which you know, like, okay, yeah, oh wow, this it was exactly the job I just gotten laid off from. So um, I answered classified, and um, they sent me this address in suburban St. Louis and um, yeah, it was like a bunch of guys up there uh, working on this startup for a medical device. They didn't get any more specific than that. And uh, so they, they, uh, Tom and, and um, Steve, these two guys, they're showing me like what's going on. Steve used to teach high school. So he's like, he goes into the, this is how ultrasound works. So he's like sound wave tissue impedance and stuff. And, um, like, while he's doing this, there's a mock-up of the device on the conference room table that looks like a dildo. And <laughs> Steve comes to that, like, you know, teaching uh, point. And, and like, then you learn, it doesn't just look like a dildo. Oh, it, this it, is it, looked, it looked like a dildo. One, well, right? yeah, so I said, so he's like, hey, do you have any questions? And I said, so does this thing work like I think it does? 
and and Tom said, uh, oh, "Oh yes, this is inserted in the anus," and uh, <laughs> and I did what, not. Idiot, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, then I didn't start laughing, which is a <laughs> Christmas miracle. And then they gave me the job, so that's uh, <laughs> that you passed the passed the right. test, I guess. Yeah. Passed the can you keep it together for long enough? And yeah, then. Spent the next six years writing software for anal probes. So, so you, you, so you, you, you fell in love with that and didn't go to law school. Is that what? I did not go happened? to law school. Yeah, and it's one of those like um, the two things that I hate the most are uh, reading non recreationally because I'm really slow at it and filling out paperwork, and that's like right. all that's law what... school is. So this would have been right. a disaster. Yeah. Yeah, you know, also, you know, I was burned out from software, but really I was just burned out from the sweatshop I had been laid off from. And the right. job was pretty cool. They gave me equity, you know. Uh, really, it was a really interesting project, too, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, we had to. So, so you, you had, yeah, so you had, like, kind of, like, come up through the whole dot-com bubble. Were you on, like, yeah. web dev type stuff? or No, I was, we were doing, I was in telecom equipment, so kind of that. Right. Uh, what what they called the uh, you know the the pickaxe and you know the the ancillary technology that you think oh well right. these yeah, guys yeah, are always yeah. going to make money even if the dot com people don't which was true right up until it wasn't until it's um, not yeah yeah uh, and increasingly I mean like five G and stuff they're sort of saying the same thing now but like yeah. uh, I mean it's interesting it, you know that was um, sort of you know a little bit younger than you but like kind of. Uh, college and high school time but like you know there were all of these ideas like uh cosmo where in college like we could get free ice cream like delivered to your dorm room or something mm -hmm. and you know there were like so many promotions basically like you never you never had to pay for this stuff right right and there was just money like sloshing around but then it, then it fell apart and then now like you know 20 years later you just see the same ideas resurrected and and maybe they're still right. shoveling money into them. It's like, right. well, maybe exactly. it'll work this time. Like, how? how well, is... I think I think what you don't have, like, what you have now, is like willing lemmings who are like, I think, like, you know, sort of like so desperate that they will, um, you know, sort of answer a task rabbit to be a footstool for somebody just for like fifteen dollars an hour. But yeah. right, yeah, there's there's some of that. So yeah, it's a... um, and then and then so so then then you ended up at. Talon? Uh, I am actually not a Talon. Uh, never. I've, I've tried. I have never worked at Talon. I've tried a few times to get hired on there, and then it's sort of like the, oh, this would be great, but it's not working out right now. Right. And then, I don't know, at, at some point, it's kind of like the, uh, you know, that girl you ask out a few times, and she always has a really solid reason why she can't go out with you this weekend. And then at some point, it's like, there's something going on that the answer never seems to not be no. So I don't know mm -hmm. if uh, if they would like me to work for them, uh, they know how to get a hold of me. So okay. So then, how did you? How, how were you so early? Uh, oh yeah. So uh, the the anal probe place collapsed um, because nobody wanted to buy our anal probes. Collapsed rectum. Collapsed. Yeah, that's well, it got rec it got to be, there's got to be a good rectum joke. There. joke uh, yeah. we, the, the company prolapsed. How about that? What rectum? Yeah, there we go. All right. right. Rectum? Damn near killed him. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we, we prolapsed and uh, I was out on my ass. And um, somehow, and this was like, I went from one recession to, this was 2008. So, uh, okay. Really? It, was, 
Right. It went from nuclear winter to another nuclear winter. And I somehow ended up working at a at a two-letter automaker. Um, mm. But it wasn't VW. Anyway, um, that I was kind of like everyone there. I was completely underutilized. So um, I had been reading this blog by this guy named Curtis. And um, he's still suit. Still pseudonymous at this point, and um, except I somehow knew what his name was. Um, anyway, uh, I would occasionally check in because I had nothing but time on my hands, and uh, and I said, "Hey, I've got this project. Uh, you guys should check it out." So I looked at the original white paper, uh, like possibly the day it came out, and then I have Neva's email address from some comment I'd made earlier. So I said, "Send him a thing." He's like, "Hey, I hear you got a thing." He's like, "Oh yeah, here's like eight planets." So. He sent, emailed me tickets to Eight Planets, and then um, that was how I ended up on the network. And that was well before it was on Ethereum or anything. Oh, yeah. It was like an Excel it, spreadsheet. It, it was literally the Excel yeah. spreadsheet era, right? Yeah, and yeah. it was um, – they had this, uh, this thing where basically, you know, it, it was – understood that if you were helpful on the network, then, you know, maybe there would be address space in it for you. So, um, yeah, at this point, there was like six people. So I would get on there because, you know, again, I had a lot of time on my hands and, you know, had a, my planet was running on um, on a computer somewhere. And, uh, yeah, I'd just log on and chat with people and be entertaining. And I read the documentation, which is kind of, it's, it was in its earliest form uh, worse than anything you could imagine. So I tried to at least you know spruce that up. So I did some PRs for some documentation, and uh, then at some point they were like, "Hey, uh, you six people all now have what at the time was called a carrier." So I was like, "Oh, well, that's pretty cool." So then that's how I ended up with that guy. Nice. The um, uh, and like at that time it was all CLI, right? Like landscape yes. doesn't exist. It was like a bad version of IRC. <laughs> and like and and did message it because even like two did, years did ago, Curtis ever like ASL you? Did uh, he... <laughs> I think uh, the the only real IRC holdover was you could slash me, you know, slash me. No, right. thinking about eating lunch, right? I think you can still uh, can you still do that in landscape? You were able to. That was a feature some months ago, but uh, yeah, it might still be. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You can. You used it. to be able to slap somebody with a fish. Do you remember those days? The MIRC uh, client. Oh, I I do I do remember that. Yeah, I wasn't really big into IRC. Um, no. No. I think You're, some of it's. I just. Um, I can't take myself seriously enough. He had a life. Really, yeah. Yeah. No, that no, but it you, definitely wasn't that. Uh, <laughs> no, I just can't are, take are myself we, seriously enough for like bald text. You know, it's taken. Now, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if we're roughly the same age and would have grown up in the time when I was trying to hit on, hit on girls in the '90s. Uh, what was your AOL screen name? My, oh no, I'm. <laughs> I, I feel like AOL was was even even later. Uh, uh yeah, I I started college in '93, so oh this okay, was you're older. Just I had like two. I think we. Ours was the permanent September. Like, um, CompuServe came on like two months later, so I missed the missed the golden era. Okay, but you know, yeah. it, they they didn't all show up at once, so it was still really really cool for a while. 
it was like that's you had English people talking about this sport called that they called football. It's like wow, what's going on with that? It was just like really interesting. Sorry, I totally interrupted your your flow there though. Yeah, to- totally fine. I I had nothing, man. No, but like, but but, and, but uh, so it was all on CLI, and did messages go through, or was it like, because oh, like even two years ago, it was like sort of tedious to get stuff across. Yeah, um, I think DMs existed, but not really. It was basically you just had one, what you might call group chat, and that was it. Because there's 12 um, people, right? There's not, yeah. Yeah, that, that was all you needed. Uh, the, the biggest thing was the continuity breach. I don't know if you guys are familiar mm-hmm. with this. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it was like, we, the network has to be rock solid, and if it's not rock solid, it's wrong. So basically, you'd have thing. they're like, oh, we figured out, we screwed up something. So then they would just like, breach, uh, rebuild your peer, and then this would happen at least once a week. So Yeah, because they did, I mean, it... it in the last two years, they did the flag day breach. Yeah, like and that was the, a, maybe a year ago. Now, I think that's the last. That should be the last continuity breach of all time. Right, and that is the possibly third very last breach ever that I think I've heard about. But I think I think this yeah. one's. They they spent a lot of time working out the OTA process and getting it stable at that point, and it right. still needs work. But you know, like. I don't know. You you didn't usually well yeah like your ship would get sunk, uh, but that wasn't really a catastrophe because it was like well we'll just breach at some point and I'll just start over again. You know everyone had like four other ships you could jump on. So yeah. were there comets or was it like that just like didn't there no nah, there was no comets yeah. if you if you wanted to go I don't I think there there was the concept of a comet it might have been called like a yacht or something anyway. Oh right because uh, they weren't they, they like yeah I mean they weren't even called these. Yeah, but basically, yeah, yeah, if you wanted to go on there, you'd just, like, send somebody an email, and then they would give you tickets. Like, it was really not too difficult. Because, again, it was all managed in somebody's Excel spreadsheet, so. Yeah. Did you know, I mean, like, so you you knew this blog by this kind of, like, hate-filled person, and then, like, otherwise, did you you know anybody else that was using it? that's pretty much it. It was just, like, but then you get on, and, like, there's, like, orthodox nuns and you know like just weird people on there it was kind of this yeah. honeypot for some really smart eccentric people you know um uh, i'm not saying st louis is boring uh but you know it's just not really there's not a critical mass of cool people in real time you know in meat space doing stuff like orbit so you go online and that's where you meet people so yeah, I guess unless it's an election year. The um, uh, yeah. <laughs> never mind about that part. <laughs> so the the uh, uh, is, and then sort of like since then you've kind of like continued developing and like which side are you on? Are you, do you do more um, like backend work? You said embedded uh, C, like yeah. Uh, well, my day job is backend work. Um, right, but then before that, well, you can't you can't seem to get away from backend work. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> I t- the the jokes were nonstop, man. Like you would think after six years we would have used up all the anal probe jokes, but no. Like till the very end, somebody comes up with something like this rich vein of humor. But, so long uh, as no one so, just leaves one on your chair, like uh, unbeknownst to you, you yeah. sit down. I mean, like that would be. Uh, yeah. You 
you would think that it'd be hard to miss that, but I don't know. I work late hours. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, my first one after I left Automaker, because I, I had a what I called a meeting attender role. You know, like I was not writing code. I was the guy that went to meetings so other people didn't have to. Well, this uh, was when uh, this is when that company was a like state owned, like government owned. Yeah, entity, kind of right? the, uh, yeah. the the tail end of that when they were getting spun off. Right. Um, okay. But uh, I went back into writing code, and uh, this this contract outfit uh, here in St. Louis, like two blocks from Bush Stadium, and uh, they got this contract to write. The in-store ordering system for uh, one of the uh, large fast food chains that's based in town here. So that was pretty mm. cool. Like, hey, been to the place and ordered off the iPad. That was me and six other guys. So that's that's how I got into iOS work. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's to the extent that I have a bread and butter. It's probably you know iOS, iPhone stuff and. Uh, yeah, I did that. And, um, uh, and the, the back-end work the... is a lot more uh, well-paying, and there's just a lot more of it. So I kind of do more of that now, but I feel like iOS is my sweet spot. Right. Uh, and so, and what's – like they there is a language that they use for um, iOS apps, right? It begins with an S. Yeah. Now it's so when system. I started, it was Objective-C, and then right. they since switched to Swift. And, right, uh, Swift. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. pretty much all I do. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. It's actually, so the, the other bit of uh, Urbit lore that I'm part of is that while I was here in St. Louis, um, I was like, well, you know, now that I have this address space, like I need to do my part to help out the network. So um, I knew a guy who knew a guy at this conference in town called Strange Loop. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. So yeah. uh, I... So I sent uh, Curtis an email. I was like, hey, man, we got this thing in town. It's kind of a big deal called Strange Loop. You guys should uh, come out and speak at that. So he <laughs> so he submitted a paper, and uh, they got accepted, and then he got the rug pulled out from under him, and it was a yeah. huge... Well, uh, that was the Lam- Lambda, yeah. Lambda conference? Thing, that was before Lambda. That, that was the one? reason he ended up at Lambda Comp, because he got uninvited from Strange Loop. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. So that was a uh, that was kind of my doing. I kind of feel bad about that. Although I talked to Galen about it, and everyone's of the opinion that like they got a lot more publicity from getting uninvited than they would have from just doing a talk there. You know, it, it would have happened eventually, anyways, right? Uh yeah. As it should have, because his ideas are so hateful. Um, <laughs> We're uh, so, yeah. we don't we don't read on this podcast. We don't read, we don't read. Uh, yeah, at all. that's the like, safe. Basically, the safest, the safest thing route. now is don't don't read anything and don't right. say mm-hmm. anything. Just no. if you have some thoughts, don't even keep them to yourself. Just fill yourself up with whatever mescaline, quaalude, you know, just whatever is going to just kind of turn you into a unthinking zombie um mm-hmm. disney plot marvel movies um whatever, whatever it takes there is a MCU, new marvel man. movie out now I, I i learned there's a new thor movie <clears throat> i've heard about that yeah is this Directed the one with by that the guy what's his name 
Taika Waititi. Yeah. No, I don't know. What's that side of it? What? What? So it's directed by somebody interesting. Direct, the guy from uh, New Zealand. The guy from New Zealand. Yeah. He, oh. He's he's very he's very talented and very opinionated. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. The um, Ed, but he's Eddie's not a Hobbit like uh, whoever he is, uh, Peter Jackson. A Hobbit. He was yeah. he was in the uh, he was in that movie with the vampires. I don't know if you saw that one. What we do in the shadows. Yeah. No, I didn't. No. Uh, it's, it's a good one. It's funny, man. He's a funny guy, but he's got you know opinions. Yeah. The sort of opinions that Andy would would not appreciate. But he's very uh, funny, uh, talented guy. I love his uh, impression of of uh, New Zealand's um, bouncers or whatever. You know, it, it that very. <laughs> anyway, this is this is a, a topic I can't really go too deep into. Yeah, I don't know that much about about sh- cape shit, as it's called. Uh, yes, I do. I used to have a thing for Natalie Portman, long time ago. Oh yeah, she's in that too. Twenty twenty years. Yeah, ago. now she's old. Yeah, she's yeah. old now. The um, and, I, and I know a guy who had a friend who went to Harvard with her. Um, I've heard the rumors. So, whoa, whoa, what are the rumors? I don't know. Are you recording? <laughs> Yes. No, don't, no, 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 don't worry. We're not, we're not getting, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> we like our, our, our like $35 a month on Patreon are not enough to uh, survive a lawsuit. <laughs> okay. Well I mean, then, then I, I have, uh, I have no comment about that. Then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you are, uh, if we may, like you're considering the uh, digital nomad lifestyle. That's right. Yes. So uh, the company I currently work for, um, they I, I asked them about it. Uh, so me, me and uh, the the oldest of the brood. I got four boys. So um, the oldest turned thirteen, and we decided, you know what? Let's uh, let's go overseas. Let's go to Portugal because he's into sushi, and we live in the Midwest. So uh, it's like you know they got apparently the best sushi on earth. So let's go there and eat. So we went there and we ate. And walked around on cobblestone, and um, you know, it was like this, this is pretty cool. It was like I remember, like this COVID, it was like I hope we come up positive, so that way, like we'll have to stay here for another week. But it didn't work out that we did that. But um, I asked my employers, like, hey, you know, we're more or less entirely remote. Would you mind if I worked remotely from like Lisbon? And um, they asked legal about it, and they're like, yeah, that's that's fine. They're like, make make sure you don't get double taxed because apparently. Um, we had some Spaniards who went back to Spain. It was my original inspiration. And they ended up like getting taxed by the USA and Spain, which was no good for them. So but no. apparently Portugal's got a they they got a deal in Portugal where they will not do that. It's kinda like they, yeah, the, yeah. they give you like a tax abatement for a few years. So yeah, that's that's the plan. We uh we hired a lawyer. We paid out of pocket for a lawyer. So once yeah. that happens, it's like, wow, it's really really gonna happen. So uh, so, because they have like the golden visa or whatever, like they're they're making it pretty attractive for people to do they it. They do, but uh, I'm not doing that one because uh, at the end of uh, I think last year, maybe it was 2020, uh, they restricted the geographic areas you could like buy into the golden visa. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So it's not anywhere within sight of the ocean or Lisbon or Porto. So it's like, well, you know. nowhere where you would want to go, basically. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if, if you want like a ramshackle, like sheep pasture uh, in the mountains, maybe. Yeah. But like, you know, uh, we, we have the consideration that, that uh, my wife does not know word one of Portuguese. 
and it's not looking likely she will be able to pick it up very easily. Right. Some people's brains just don't work with language, and hers is just one of them. So, you know. Mm. So we wanted some place where there would be this critical mass of people who speak English. So Yeah. And Lisbon, Lisbon is that, like, right? Yeah. It is definitely that. Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, kind of looking at maybe the kind of the French neighborhood. Okay. So, um, so that's that's exciting. And like, uh, so kids will get homeschooled or? Uh, yeah, the, the idea is actually to homeschool for the spring and then see if we want to enroll in a school in the fall. And then like, you know, meet people out there and make a scene. So Yeah. We, we've told, we told the kids like we're in this for one year. And, um, you know, at the, uh, you know, September, October, we'll just kind of make the, uh, make the call. Like, what, what do we want to do here? Yeah. And at this point, yeah. you know, like, uh, it's possible the U.S. will be completely in flames. Um, or it's possible that everyone was like, hey, all our friends are here. So let's, let's hang out. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to make this happen. And uh, if anyone wants to also come out, then DM me. We'll make something happen. I actually, we, we met somebody from... Uh, me and Charlie met somebody from Urban um, in Lisbon. Hui, he's a really good guy. So I was like, just like, hey, man, we're going to be in Lisbon. You want to meet up? So we met up and, you know, walked around on the riverfront. It's really cool. It's good to have yeah. people out there. Yeah, it's supposed yeah, to be beautiful. I mean, uh, yeah. No, I, I want to do this kind of stuff, but they, they, they don't allow us out. We're not allowed You're out of China. Animal. I am, you know. I'm You're, you're not allowed around. out of China. No, well, I mean, I am. Yeah, but, but you got yeah. You, you want to I've got to make else. a decision. I got to make a decision on whether this marriage thing is going to work out for me. Uh, it's been going five years now. If I decide that I want to leave China, I've got to leave my wife behind. Oh man. And, uh, uh, yeah. No, I. I mean. Yeah, I, my wife has got to get a. a got to get a passport she, well she's got one the kids the kids don't so i've mm-hmm. got and they won't allow my kids to get passports right now because they're mm-hmm. they're purely well, they tri- could bring back they could bring back a like a, a deadly disease yeah of COVID. yeah so that that's the problem the yeah. um and that that sucks what what was your COVID journey like? I mean, like were the were the kids like uh, in school and oh, stuff man. like that through that, or did you, uh, did you guys homeschool normally? Yeah, everyone was in school, and it was just it's just really it's really bad. And I kind of feel like now that we're we're at the end of it, it's just nothing but just all of that was just for nothing. It's not like yeah. it's it's not like oh we're, we're going to do this, you know, we're we're more or less going to shut down things. We're going to ruin like our school was awesome, like. Um, you know, we, we live in the city and, uh, they were going to the Catholic school across the, across the park, you know, everyone walked to school is like really this wholesome bit of, um, you know, like fifties America that was, uh, otherwise, you know, surrounded kind of by the hood. Um, although the neighborhood's going through the usual demographic transition that a lot of places are. Um, but yeah. And then just, uh, they sent everyone home and just the, the community of like grown ups and kids just was eviscerated and there's just nothing left. There's no school anymore. It's just this, it's this building you send your kids to. So, um, you know, that was look, looking at the, Hey, maybe we should go overseas. It's like, man, I don't know. It's not like, like if it was 2019, they're like, Oh man, we got to leave our school behind. It's like, uh, right. Now it's yeah, like, yeah. 
It's like we're gonna go to school somewhere else. So when you say yeah, when you yeah. say it was eviscerated, you mean people left the city and didn't come back, or what? Uh, a lot of people. No, not so much that. It's just um, you know, communal like spirit. The, yeah, like the back to school barbecue didn't happen, and then the uh, middle of the fall yeah. like charity walkathon didn't happen. So just all the reasons. They destroyed the sense of together. community. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it was just you know, it's just as kind of educational cattle pen just send your kids out there and we'll just shovel some knowledge into their brains and then send them home or not even yeah. do that like here's a chromebook and we'll just shovel it remotely so <laughs> yeah Jeez. so yeah hopefully hopefully there will be yeah. none of that um yeah i think what the the portugal kind of um they went, they went all in on the COVID thing, but I kind of feel like we're coming out the end of that and also possibly a recession. Um, I feel like people are going to have other things to worry about than, than, uh, than COVID once we get over there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Which, I mean, it's, it's gross of me to say this, but like it would really be kind of the sweet spot for the U.S. not to be in recession and then all of Europe's in recession because the dollar will be strong and then we'll just be the people with a lot of money, so... Yeah. Get good seats well, where, where does Portugal? Where does Portugal get its gas from? That, uh, that be, you know that is a good question, and I've looked into this, but the answer is not Russia. Okay. Um, on the other hand, I don't know where it is from, and you know, gas is fungible. Uh, you could take uh, cold showers; it's not a, not a big problem. Yeah, so. that's uh, you know, in, in the like in a Mediterranean climate, you know, it's like. It's cold in the winter, but not oppressive. It's warm in the summer, but it's not bad. Like you, people live without HVAC. It's it's done. Mm-hmm. It's you know, and a lot of the place, a lot of the buildings, like they are not. They were they had no idea this was a thing when they built the building. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you go to like um like the Azores and Madeira and places like that? Where they're yeah. like, are you planning on? Planet, traveling around. We, the well, yeah. Uh, my my wife's gonna keep half of her job. And uh, kind of use that as a travel fund. And, yeah, we can go to the Azores or really anywhere in the EU. So Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, it's the hub for, for uh, Portugal Airlines. That was kind of the, when we did the, would we want to go to Lisbon or Porto? It's like, you know, Lisbon, well, there's kind of more, there's more of a scene there. And also there's direct flights to every capital of Europe. So, you know, you want to go to Stockholm, 50 bucks. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, because drive like you, you don't drive to these places. Yeah, right? well, yeah, gas is appallingly expensive usually, and it's really, really expensive nowadays. So, <laughs> yeah, that was we did that thing that like every American does, where like you drive by the gas station, like ah, two euros. Oh, that's not bad at all. It's like, well, wait, no, that's per liter. It's right. multiply that by four. So right, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean it. Cost, it cost me like two hundred dollars here for a tank of gas, but I only, oh, man. you know, well, but I like I almost never drive, right? So it doesn't. Um, it, it it's like maybe fill up once a month or something like that. Then it, it just kind of feels a little bit different. Um, mm-hmm. But but it's fine. I mean, like we you know when I was learning to drive in the mid nineties, like it was eighty nine cents, and it, that's oh, like that's days. probably my my like my most boomerish thing is like talking to people about that because you know my day you know oh man in college yeah i would like 
just kind of get burned out from like working on homework assignments and like just put the dog in the car and we just drive somewhere just get some fresh air it was great yeah and like i would would never do that yeah but i didn't go everywhere i did that in college as well which is that you you know so the the thing to do in college in atlanta is uh is when you get tired or burned out or just want to get out of the house you can you can jump in the car and circle the perimeter right and just choose mm-hmm. choose a waffle house so me and my, you know, a friend of mine and I got in the car at 2 a.m., jump, you know, start drive around the perimeter listening to music. And then when you get tired of driving around, you stop off at, at some new Waffle House. Uh, yeah, but you can't do that anymore. Just go go around in circles. Who who would do yeah. that? I, I have like a car that now that I don't, I don't drive. God, if this my Waffle 90, House. They probably still had the, did they still have the all you can eat at this point? The Waffle House? No, I don't. The Waffle House. Oh, man. They, we got Waffle House in uh, Norman, Oklahoma when uh-huh. I was going to school there. And they had, it was like $6 all you can eat, which was just kind of outrageous price. But basically, they would give you, you would order a whole breakfast. Like, uh, I'd go there with my friend Catfish and he'd get like, you know, it's like waffle and then like patty melt with like a fried egg on top of it. And then he would eat it. And then he would order the same thing again. They just keep bringing you food until he got sick of it. It was yeah. uh, it was a really really good deal. Well, my my when my uh, wife was like nine months pregnant, she turned to me in the morning. It was like I want to try Waffle House because she'd never had it before, and and we went, and then she went into labor like six hours later. So I, I think that is. Um, you know, that's what you're buying when you when you go there. <laughs> yeah, go, <laughs> kind of going into literally food. greased the skids. It's yeah. basically. Uh, we used but, to go for the the yeah. all you can drink. Uh, you know, I, it wasn't all you could eat, but they they would have like an unlimited cup of coffee. I think that they hated us probably because you, you go uh, in and pay yeah. ninety nine cents for the unlimited coffee, and then sit and there then and hang out there it. for three hours. Yeah, yeah, s- smoke a pack of cigarettes and do like the 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 New York Times crossword or something like that. Mm-hmm. Man, smoking in restaurants that that brings that brings one back. Yeah, faded I mean, watercolor good. memories of the way we were. That's right. Yeah. Also, it's really good for for like the native fauna. Uh, Waffle House is a is a is a great place to look at humans or pro, <laughs> proto humans, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Uh, specimens of humanity right Right. well i remember i mean like you know you go there and you see they have their um their name tag and it'll say like they've worked there for like 15 years or something like that yeah that's that's crazy sure they do have at least yeah but like around um uh atlanta at least you'll have some of them and they'll have these like sweet clients who come in like every day or once a week and like actually like tip them quite a bit of money um So they, you know, kind of make it work. I would. Yeah, you can see it. you can see the demographic transition on those fifteen-year uh, veterans as well, because they're all like you know, old white women, and then the new blood is something else—a different, mm-hmm. a different kind of woman or man. I don't know anything about that, but the um, uh, so you're you're this is, uh, sorry. This work. was not a great replacement thing. I'm just talking about 
just talking about waffle D- different house. kind of people like yeah right that's just different yeah. people just i'm gonna call i'm gonna go on a tucker carlson and talk about the d- demographic shift of waffle house <laughs> rage the um, against the dying so, of the so light your um uh, uh work habits will not be affected by going remote and just kind uh, of being on your own yeah. well there so the 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 time zone they're in the right direction so I, right. basically they're six hours ahead so i worked out that you know if i work from like noon to eight um that's kind of my brain sweet spot anyway and yeah. um, you know that'll, that'll give me plenty of overlap with them and also a little bit of time in the morning so i'll be starting six in the morning st louis time and then you know working kind of do stand up when my day's pretty much done and then go yeah. on yeah do you have any like uh Urbit projects that you're working on? Oh, yeah. Strange you should mention it. Um, I got the, I guess, the second iOS app. Um, so uh, it's Funes Notes. Um, so basically you uh, write notes. It's more or less like a drop-in replacement for the, uh, the built-in iOS Notes app, only it's backed up to GraphStore instead okay. of being backed up to uh, iCloud. So... And uh, yeah, I got a got a grant for it, and uh, I kind of wildly oversolved the problem. I uh, at some point in there, like when I was about halfway done, I was like, "Man, there's probably an easier way to doing this." But uh, like, it's all um, I don't know. I just sort of wrote this library to have this. You could update notes, but also back it up to immutable storage. So like, how's that going to work? So you know, just sort of. Uh, automatically does like uh, new versions of like you make a change and then you push up a new version of the note. So, okay. and then uh, also working out like how are we going to figure out what the notes? I don't know. There's there's a lot of it was it was a really interesting problem in that um, you had really limited storage you had to work around and also um, like just your orbit ship is like really slow. Somebody said it's like a 56k baud modem speed. Um, mm. So the the things you do when you assume that like everyone's on five G network, you can't really do. You have to you have to be a little more clever about it. So, but and yeah, it's not it's 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 done. It is in the app store right now. So yeah, I'm all the all the cool. What's it, you should. What's Funes, it called? F U N E S notes. Okay. What, found, what did you uh, What did you uh, name? Which Funes is it? Is it named after? It's Funes the Memorius. So, uh, you know, Talon is a Borges story. So right. I found another Borges story, which there was really, um, I don't know, it's really apt just because uh, Graph Store is immutable and Funes never really forgot. So, yeah, you write a note and then you make changes on it and it just pushes up the note again. So all, your whole change history is still there. Um Ideally, I would have done something a little more smart about it, like kind of Git style. You'd push up like a revision between this one and the last one. But as it is, it just, you know, don't write War and Peace on it. It probably won't support that. But if you just want to make notes, then just you know, push up a new copy of it. I keep my to-do I'm list gonna, on there. And then as I'm of down, this week... So th- this, is, yeah. this is not bullshit. I'm, I'm downloading it right now. It exists. Yeah, not done. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and as of... Uh, yesterday, um, we got, it's in homebrew. Well, there's a homebrew cast for it. So you can, it's 
live for Mac OS 2. So. Oh, right. Okay. Which, uh, from a dog fooding standpoint, um, if I had to do it over again, I would have done that earlier because it's just, right. you know, uh, the Apple people spent a lot of time taking, figuring out how to take your iOS code and making it just, you know, you, you check this box and it just starts working for Mac OS. So that was, that was how I did it. And like, I would have done this sooner. So that way, you know, because I spend more time typing, you know, on my, I spend more time working with notes on the laptop than I do on my phone, really. Okay. So. And is, is there, is there like a gall app also? There is not a gall app. That was the other constraint that I put on myself that, um, okay. I, I wanted so that you would download from the app store and nothing else needed to get done on your on your ship. So it's it's doing off the shelf graph store and you don't need to give it any permissions for anything. You just it just starts writing stuff to your ship. You don't have Is this to... gonna break my ship? Uh probably not. Okay. It's not you... really doing anything too clever on it, so I mean if you start literally editing war and peace on your phone then you know you might run out of disk space right uh it wants an HTTPS connection yes it do want that that's uh that's an apple yeah restriction what what like how dare they <laughs> demand that you be secure right? this is this is great content andy downloading app from the store live and live yeah almost as exciting as woodworking yeah almost i think this is better um that's not a valid key what the fuck all right oh this is yeah. great i, I wish people could the eyeball too i wish people could enjoy his his consternation oh what does that do oh right that lets you actually look at what you're typing yeah i, I thought yeah, yeah yeah all right I'm, I'm going to leave this dead space in. <laughs> yeah, you should do that. This is great. I love this. I want to see how this is going to go. Never having this Open guy. Air lock, again, open airlock. Open airlock. Live. Live. Sandwich. Okay. There it is. Oh, there it is. It's there. All right. So I'm going to create a new. I'm going to create a new yeah. note. We are live. Bam! Okay. Check it out. And then, then I just hit. Okay. It works. Yep. There it is. I mean, I take my word for it. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, open it up this again? is yeah. this is incredible. So, so I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to use. If that. you, uh, I, I, yeah. I use, I use uh, open because my, um, what do I use now? I use standard notes mm -hmm. a lot, and I don't. I, I think this could be just as good. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Uh, so the the next two things on the roadmap for that are uh, some kind of, I guess, uh, syntax highlighting. Like for Markdown, so it works more or less the way a uh, notebook does, and also being able to publish a notebook. So those are the last two things that were in the the grant I asked for. So, 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 so you, uh, so if I, so you're saying I could draft a note on Funus, mm -hmm. and then and then just publish, have that publishing to Notebook. That's what that's yeah, what that'll it means. make a notebook and then upload it to it. So yeah. Which right. will be, yeah, so when you do that, then more or less you can use this, like, paste bin, more or less, so. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's which like, which I will means paste I mean, a bunch of code in there and then upload it to a thing. Yeah. So so then um, if you you could also then do it to studio, you know, then if um, like Urban Media or whatever is picking something up, then you can be just drafting on your phone. That's really awesome. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, then like, and I mean, yeah, we we have the web interface, but it would, it would be nice to have kind of a uh, less. Um, friction when you between you and the uh, note that you're trying to work on so yeah uh so then if so i do brew install funes uh no that's um it's Funes's i had notes. to make my own yeah homebrew wants some uh wants some skins in your github repo before okay. it, uh like you need this many stars or forks or whatever um and i have none of that because you know that repo is about two weeks old I had another repo right. that okay. um, I kind of blew up because I, my my Git history was kind of embarrassing. So, yeah, you got uh, you got some airdrops. How can I get the Mac OS? Uh, yeah, you you uh you go to the GitHub page and okay, you, all right, um, yeah, it's it's in the readme. Might be in the readme. Uh, okay. Oh, now he's gonna do this. Live. Oh man, he's gonna do that! Oh yeah. Oh my God, people! I hope you're enjoying. I, I wish they could see his this, concentration. This is world face. class. Comp. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh wait. No, but it's not. You know what? It's not in there. Oh man. I don't yeah, have a I single iOS device, by the way. You don't? Do you have a Mac OS device? No, I don't have a, any of that stuff. No. no. Good for you. Well, I wouldn't say so because I'm on a Windows computer right now. It doesn't belong to me, but okay. I'm... Well, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, you know, the other thing you can do is you can go to uh, you can join the group, Ribbon Denial slash Funes, and um, yeah, there it is. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll do yeah. that because I'm not. I'm just. I'm seeing something that's completely different when I try yeah. to find it. So. Okay. I'm apparently not the only person who's had the idea to name up after a Borges short story so yeah and then like this one is like it also is like memorized permanently to disk it's it's hitting all that but it's all on this like legacy tech garbage that's gonna get yeah. thrown out when Urbit's taking over so exactly I, I so uh yeah that, about it. the the thing I was, I'm glad I oversolved the problem because I feel like um at some point, I'm going to take the kind of the app backend and package it. Um, it's all Swift, which um, you can run Swift on Linux. Um, and the the idea is, you know, if we have this, then let's say you have a, um, I don't know, like a like a Garmin smartwatch or something. Um, you know, then it would be cool if like we could take data from out, you know, Earth data and then push it into your, you know, Martian ship. So um, Basically, make a library that we can push arbitrary data from any source to your ship, and then there it is. Then you can do cool stuff with it. We can't. We yeah. can't use the Earth and Mars uh, paradigm anymore. If they killed that one, what, yeah, they killed it say? off. Yeah, like wait, why? Why? Because it's cringe. You know, we're professional now. Uh, the foundation. The foundation uh, chat. I went and checked uh, it. I checked it yesterday, and they said we gotta we gotta stop doing this. Calling it Martian because it sounds unserious. Uh, I'll tell you what sounds unserious. Oh, I don't want to start that. a thing. 
that. No, I mean, like, think about it. If you're like, um, like, uh, uh, Parto, right? Or who, who, who's the, um, the, the Mars review of books? I mean, like, people have, like, made this part of their. No, I, I think what they're life, saying is let's, lifestyle. let's leave it, let's leave it as an inside joke for the, for the OGs now and, uh, uh start calling it Urbit and start. Well, there's a, there's a part I definitely agree with. Uh, I think, I think if you guys read, I'm, I'm not selling it, um, I'm not selling it quite right, but there's a thing, there's the part that I do agree with, which is that, uh, shit, what was I, what was I going to say? Um, oh, that, that now Urban has gotten to the point that it is, that we should start talking about it as an actual solution for professional, for problems that exist, uh, that nobody else, that everybody else is like 10 years behind in the problem-solving process. So stop stop saying, stop making Martian jokes and start talking about it in terms of this is, this is this, actually... This is what it does, right? Yeah, it actually solves these problems that you guys can't solve, so here's some professional solutions for you or whatever. Which, I, can, uh, I can see how the term Martian computing might imply it's kind of vaporware, basically. Right. Yeah. So... Job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of get that. I, I, I get that. I, it's going to be at some point we're going to have to, you know, you, you have to start stop sort of like defensively joking about your project and say, actually, you guys uh, don't have any technology that can do what, you know, what we can do. It's a good thing and you, you know didn't call close. it Mar- Mars Notes or something. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> Although, uh, it's... Uh... It's, yeah, it's, it's still kind of a it's it's still a literary name, but yeah, know. it's really unfortunate that I that I name my um, son Curtis Morris. Curtis Morris. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a real real mistake on my part. Uh, fellas, we, yep. <laughs> we got anything else? I think that's as good as good a. <clears throat> as good a place to end as any. Um, yeah. We got some really go good dead air while, you know, Andy's Take care of stuff. little art. Yeah, well, I think the the thing was is when I looked for a Funes, it didn't right. come up. So I had to do Funes notes. So I don't know if that's an SEO, like, um, uh, yeah, it probably thing. Is. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, you, you're maybe the 20th person to download it. So we, we you got to yeah. start somewhere, you know, from from little seeds to mighty oaks, whatever it is. So it's going to be huge, fellas. It, it is. It's gonna all going to be. It's all going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have Funes to do. Funes, Kanban. I don't know, man. Sky's yeah. limit. Well, I think. Ideas. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, you know, an office office suite obviously is one thing, and then um, the Urical, Ucal. I don't know what they're going to call it, mm-hmm. but those, you know. It yeah, is. like it's you know, getting, put yeah. put an address book in there. Um, yeah, the, the I wrote the I was trying to write the the note storage, and actually it, it puts it in two places. So you you write a note, and it writes it to your device, and then there's just sort of a service that listens for updates, and then when that happens, it just starts pushing things up to uh, your ship, and that's generic enough that like you could have an address book, or you could have you know anything you can think of. This is exciting. 
Yeah, um, I'm excited. Cool. So when when do you when do you move? Uh, first of the year or so. All right. So okay. 2023. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So all we right. got we got enough time for us to like. Well, we got to we're selling our house, which um, cross your fingers is top of the market. Um, yeah. And then you know, I'm gonna rent for a little bit and uh, you know, get it get a visa, and then move. So. Nice. Well, good luck. Good luck Thank for the you. boys. That's going to be a yeah. lot of fun uh, for them. Yeah. I, I don't know about sushi, but I know like tempura is from Portugal originally. So, yeah. Um, there's that. There's definitely that J- Japanese food connection. There's, uh, as I understand it, most of the sushi chefs in Lisbon are Brazilian. Probably because yeah. there's there's a huge Japanese community in Sao Paulo. So yeah, they speak the language and then they come out to Lisbon and then. They know how to make fish. So, well, that's better than the U.S., where they're like mostly from Fujian, China. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, we, we get a. Uh, I think it's in St. Louis. Most of the sushi places are Korean. Which right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, that's true. Apparently, that's true. they have sushi. But, yeah, so. Well, I I can yeah. um the 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 Chinese version of sushi is it has mayonnaise on top. Uh, I just want to horrify. Everyone. Yeah, mayonnaise makes everything everything better. Yeah. I mean, their their pizza has corn on top too. So oh my god! There's yeah. there's man made <laughs> horrors beyond comprehension. Yeah, um, everywhere. So all right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Oh, I'm let me tapped out. You guys, you got everything for me. So go ahead. Wrap it up. Let wrap me, it up. Let, wrap it up. Let me let me do the. Oh, thanks for. So thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Oh, hey, thanks, man. Th- thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, everyone download the app. Let me know if anything's broken on it. Join our group. Okay, yeah, we'll plug that. We'll plug like that on. Subscribe. Right, right, right. Smash the like button, please. <laughs> you know, 99% of people listening to this aren't subscribed. Oh, right. That's true. Uh, Patreon, go give us money. We don't yes. want to use. We don't want to use it, but we have to. Otherwise, this sits un, unedited. Yeah, it's you know, just going like to sit a, in a vault uh, somewhere. That's right, yeah. next to the Ark of the Covenant, next to the Halik Mall episode. Yeah, <laughs> that that one's on a hard drive somewhere. Somewhere. All right. Yeah, next to like right. three hundred million dollars of Bitcoin. So that's right. Kill, kill the recording. Kill the recording. Thanks for listening. You can find more Stack at Stack underscore podcast on Twitter, and you can get the podcast earlier and support our work by giving us all your money at patreon.com backslash stack podcast. And remember, if someone leaves the anal imager on your work chair, he is not your friend, but maybe he wants to be. <laughs>